hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. This week we're kind of camping out in Psalm chapter 19, which is a Psalm of David, and I hope that you've been reading along this week and uh, maybe you've had some time to uh, just read it yourself and kind of take it in. Uh, now we're down to about verse 9, and again there's some unexpected things here, I think. Um, verse 9 says, Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true, each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. So let's back up for a minute, because back in verse 9, I think this is a really interesting verse, first of all, because it says, Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. I wonder what that means, lasting forever. What's the connection there? Well, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, it could be that what, what he is saying is that the Lord deserves reverence forever, but mm. I'm more inclined to think that what the text indicates here is that when a person reaches the place where they have true reverence for the Lord, that they that that will never change. You know, wow. we may slip, we may fall, but there's something about reverence for the Lord that connects us with the Holy Spirit of God that brings that continually in our lives. And and I would just say, it's not. I can't ever think of a situation where a person had true reverence for God who ever changed. I mean, there may be people that go to church for a while. There may be people who pray for a while. But reverence for God, that's worship, true okay, worship. Okay, I was going to say, give us some clarity on what reverence is. Is it, a, is it an outward thing, or exactly what does that look like? Well, I know it's inward for sure. I think it probably will manifest itself outwardly eventually. But reverence is just this sense of awe in the presence of God. It's more than just singing. You know, a lot of times we, we, we think of singing as worship. It's a part of worship. But I really do believe that in true worship, there's a sense of awe. There's a sense of being in the presence of God, not in the presence of a bigger version of ourselves. Which really fits because earlier in this chapter, we're talking about the creation and how yeah. it testifies of God. Well, I mean, this whole text it really speaks to our generation because we live in a world today where even people who claim to be followers of Jesus Christ, they have Jesus and the Word of God somewhere in their agenda. But if a member of their family decides they don't believe what God says, oftentimes, well, that must not be important because mm -hmm. my son or my daughter, you know, mm -hmm. they have a different mm -hmm. lifestyle or something. Well, that's always going to be the case. I mean, we're all imperfect. We're, we're going to be, we're going to have people that are our friends and our family that choose not to follow God. But we all, as much as we love them and we want to continue to be in their lives, we want to give honor and awe and praise to God because His Word is true and we're all responsible to Him. And He never changes. Right. And so when I read, when I read reverence, that's what I'm seeing there. It is mm. God first. His, His Word is true and I'm responding to that. So going on from there, it's going back into the laws of the Lord. And again, in any, pretty much any secular environment, in many uh, church environments like you were just referring to, you just mentioned the law and wow, you know, it goes very negative. But David says here, the laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. But then he goes really beyond that because he said they're more desirable than gold. Now who desires laws? But in this point, we're talking about the the boundaries and the instructions God has given us. I believe so. They're more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. So there's a, a real benefit to the law that that is a different mindset than what the average person, especially American, might. You think. really see this in the life of David. David has figured out that there is a connection between obeying the law of God and good outcomes. 
and we all want good outcomes. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If you just ask, are good outcomes, are they more desirable than gold? Are they sweeter than honey? Sure, they are. Mm -hmm. But David understood that the avenue to get to those good outcomes right. were the laws of God. So consequently, he credited those laws with being sweeter than honey because he knew they were going to bring blessing. I mean, look at the one time where David really went sideways and disobeyed the law of God. It look did at all not the, go well. Look at all the painting. That, came, that wasn't sweeter than honey. No, no. You know, so I just think that's what he's saying to all of us. Don't forget there's a connection between good outcomes and obeying God's laws. And the last verse that we were looking at in this section is verse 11. You want to talk about that? Well, they're a warning to your servant, David said. A great reward for those who obey them. I think anyone who reads that verse is immediately going to focus on the fact that he says God's laws are a warning and a reward. Mm. You know, we, we talk about those terms, maybe uh, risk and reward, you know. Uh, and But here he's, he's contrasting warning and reward and yet bringing them back to the same origin the laws of god and and so I, to me it, it's like david is saying on the front end your laws are a warning so that i don't do the wrong thing on the back end they're a reward mm -hmm. and he, he's seeing that total picture there which to me is just very very powerful you know again i i, I keep thinking of human illustrations here but um, and I'll be quick to qualify this to be a healthy family relationship, but in a healthy family relationship, parents are looking out for their children. Mm -hmm. And so when they have boundaries or rules, it's for their good. Um, and it makes me think of, I know when I was growing up, if I was kind of on the edge of my mom's rules, she would give me the look and say, be careful. Mm -hmm. Something the tone that, of voice, yeah. yeah uh -huh. Be careful, because I knew if I wasn't paying attention, there were going to be a bad yeah. outcome. Yeah. And I think really, God wants the best for us as our Creator parent. Yes, He does. And so when He gives us these boundaries and instructions, they're for our good, and He's going to rejoice when we follow them and 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 have the blessings that that come as a result as well. You know, I think one of the challenges that we have, and you mentioned this a moment ago when you were qualifying family relationships, you said in a healthy family relationship. I think one of the problems that we have with the laws of God is our experience with human laws. Right. Because human laws are often capricious, they change, they're not always fair. But what David has said here, and this is back in verse 9, he said the laws of the Lord are true and each one is fair. So when we're, when we're hearing about the law of God, we need to separate that from our experience with the laws that people make. Some of those are good, some of them are bad, mm -hmm. but never the laws of God are bad. They're always good. Right, and always for our good. Well, I hope that's a, a, an encouragement for you this morning. And as we uh, wrap up this morning, Mark, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Sure. Father, we come to you once again asking for wisdom and grace. As David here uh, makes these statements, but I keep noticing how he keeps praying to you, asking you for help in these areas. It makes me know that even this great man uh, recognized that he was a, a frail, flawed, broken human being who needed your help uh, to obey your laws. And so, Father, we ask for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window, and we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Okay. God bless. See you soon.